The crews were sent to the wrong address. I'm Neil Augenstein. About 200 shots fired at two D.C. crime scenes. I'm Nick Ainelli. Washington commanders on a dance night are set to be testifying this morning before a House committee. Good morning and welcome in. It's now 9 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Zoom. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. The economy is shrinking. The gross consumer domestic products contracted for the second straight quarter, fueling fears of recession. The GDP declined at an annual rate of 0.9% in the second quarter after an even bigger drop in the first. The big question about that R word, bank rates Mark Hamrick. It is not entirely clear whether a recession has begun given the continued strength of the job market. Jobless claims for last week were down by 5,000. A political surprise in Washington. Democrat Joe Manchin's done and about face and dropped his opposition to a tax and climate package. Massachusetts Democrat Elizabeth Warren tells MSNBC. This is a bill that truly is about fighting inflation, bringing down costs for families, and putting the country on a sounder economic footing. It's also intended to fight climate change and lower prescription drug costs. A couple of airlines want to combine to create the nation's fifth largest carrier. Jet Blue agreed to buy Spirit this morning for $3.8 billion. But CBS News travel editor Peter Greenberg says it comes with a caveat. The merger between JetBlue and Spirit is not a done deal yet. It must first pass antitrust scrutiny from the U.S. Justice Department, which has already objected to an earlier alliance between JetBlue and American. Yesterday, Spirit's bid to merge with Frontier fell apart. A couple of Americans jailed in Russia could be coming home soon. Correspondent Cammie McCormick reports. The U.S has offered a deal that may secure the release of basketball star Brittany Griner and Marine veteran Paul Whelan, Whelan's brother David on CBS Mornings. It's obviously uh, it's a bright light. It may be a little bit of hope for something to happen soon. The deal may include the U.S. releasing Russian arms trafficker Victor Boot, who is serving a 25-year sentence in the U.S. The Russians have confirmed they are in talks with the U.S. on a possible prisoner swap, but said there's no concrete agreement yet. Heavy rains have triggered flash flooding and mudslides in central Appalachia. More than 20,000 customers have no power across eastern Kentucky, almost 10,000 without in West Virginia and Virginia. Get your sunshine in a bottle. New study finds it might be a waste of time. Correspondent Linda Kenyon explains. The first large randomized controlled study in the U.S. finds vitamin D pills taken with or without calcium do not protect against bone fractures, nor did it improve cognitive functioning or reduce atrial fibrillation or knee pain. Research is in today's New England Journal of Medicine. S&P futures up four. This is CBS News. Half a million businesses connect using Zoom for communication and collaboration around the globe. Zoom, how the world connects. 903 Thursday morning, July 28th. Hot and humid again with afternoon storms possible. Highs in the low 90s. Good morning, I'm Bruce Allen. And I'm Joan Jones. And the top local stories we're following, it's happened again. A misstep for D.C.'s 911 that has ended in tragedy with the death of a one-day-old baby. 
We've learned that dispatchers sent help to the wrong address the second time that that has happened in three months. The parents called 911 to say their newborn wasn't breathing. They said they lived on Savannah Terrace Southeast, but the 911 call taker sent crews to Savannah Street Southeast. It took eight minutes for the dispatcher to realize the mistake. No one told DC Fire and EMS crews responding of the correct address, even when it was in the computer system. Safety advocate Dave Statter says DC 911 acknowledges it was 10 minutes after the first 911 call that the first medic arrived. It's clear that potential life-saving roles of firefighters, medics, and police officers are hampered when there's delays like this. Neil Loggenstein, WTOP News. An audit last fall exposed widespread problems in the city's 911 system. D.C. police this morning are investigating two shootings in southeast. Almost 200 shots were fired at the crime scenes yesterday. There was a deadly shooting last night in the Washington Highlands neighborhood in southeast. Police say one man was killed, two others were injured and taken to the hospital. At the scene, about 90 shell casings were found by investigators, similar to a shooting that had happened hours earlier, just a couple miles away, where a pregnant woman was shot and injured. Again, police recovered roughly 90 shell casings there. It's sad. The number of weapons that are out there, the um, quality of the weapons, it's sad. Police Commander John Branch says investigators are looking into whether the two shootings are connected. Nick Alinelli, WTOP News. Washington Commander's owner Dan Snyder had been scheduled to testify before the powerful House Oversight and Reform Committee this morning, virtually and privately. That committee's investigating allegations of sexual harassment and workplace misconduct at the team. Snyder himself has been accused of allowing a culture to develop the glorified drinking and objectified women. A committee spokesperson says that Snyder has committed to providing full and complete testimony and will answer all of the committee's questions. The committee will decide if and when information from that deposition is released to the public. If you rent in Montgomery County, you could be paying a lot more every month in the near future. Because a plan to cap rent increases isn't going anywhere, at least not for now. The bill would have barred landlords in Montgomery County from raising rents more than 4.4% for another six months. This week, council members heard from those both for and against the proposal. My husband and I received a notice of a 10% increase for our townhouse. Our landlord made it clear that if he put our townhouse back out, he could get an 18% increase. It's also untenable to single out housing providers as the sole industry to uh, to regulate price increases during this inflationary period. In the end, the council took the vote off the agenda. That means it now can't get a vote until September. John Aaron, WTOP News. The county has restarted its COVID rent relief program, which allows renters who've experienced financial hardship related to the pandemic to apply for financial help. One of Governor Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin's senior aides is moving to the governor's political operation. The transfer of Matt Moran took place just six months into Youngkin's term as rumors fly that Youngkin's considering running for president. Moran is now the executive director of Youngkin's political action committee and is running a nonprofit that Youngkin formed to push his political goals. Coming up after traffic and weather, a threat to potentially disrupt tonight's congressional baseball game.
It's 907. 75% of government agencies' cybersecurity programs are at risk or high risk due to significant security gaps and a lack of fundamental processes. RegScale can help by bringing your compliance programs into the modern era to proactively meet federal compliance requirements. RegScale helps government agencies achieve a continuous authorization to operate, simplifying complex, time-consuming processes with automation to help teams stay ahead of schedule. Learn more at RegScale.com. That's RegScale.com. Ready? Set Reg Scale. Imagine a world without breast cancer. If we could raise one more dollar, take one more step, share one more story, think of the impact we could make. That's the power 